Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This is Let's Talk About from Style Canada. And let me tell you, we're talking. Let's face it, we talk a lot. We talk about things we love, hot topics, and anything in between. But what about the things we don't talk about? What about the things we want to know but don't know how to ask? Don't worry, we've got you covered. Let's expand our horizons. Let's talk about it. Hi, all, and welcome. Today we are talking with, about gut health with Dr. Lori Bouchard. With a passion for naturopathic healing, Dr. Lori has dedicated her life to helping her patients find alternative ways to reverse complicated diseases like Lyme, chronic fatigue, and infertility. She is a licensed naturopathic doctor and author of the best-selling book, Live Longer and Stronger with Breast Cancer, a step-by-step guide to help women fight cancer more effectively. Her work has been recognized by influential figures such as Marianne Williamson and her naturopathic healing clinic, Inside Health Clinic has been named one of the most innovative of its kind. Dr. Lori, thank you so much for being here with us today. Hi, Elise. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited for this conversation. Me too. So just uh, for all those listening, so they have a little background. I got introduced to Dr. Lori through my charity, Pink Pearl, um, where we work with young women with cancer. And then I started going to Dr. Lori myself. So some of these things, it's interesting though, when we were just chatting before I said, I feel like I've learned so much from you, but I still have so much to learn. So, you know, when we started doing the podcast, one of the topics I wanted to talk about was gut health because it's such kind of a buzz, a buzz theme anyway, out there. So maybe we should start with just what is gut health? (laughs) Start at the beginning for those listening for the first time. Yes. And I love that you brought that up too, because you're right in a one hour appointment together, a half an hour appointment, there's only so much that you can be educated on. So this platform is amazing to learn more about how your gut plays a bigger role in the whole picture. So if you think back into like ancient times, the father of medicine, Hippocrates, he says all diseases begin in the gut. So that's a pretty broad statement, right? And I remember even as a kid, when I was like 12 years old, my mom gave me a colon cleanse because I had an earache. <laughs> so it's like, so it's yeah. like why, 
And at that age, how are they related? Yeah. Yeah. You think, Hey mom, like what is happening here? I have an ear infection. Give me antibiotics or something to put drops in my ear, but to realize like the gut has such an important role in your whole system at your whole body. So most of your immune system is located, located in the gut, um, certain neurotransmitters. So like dopamine, serotonin, all of our happy hormones are also produced in the gut. Like 80% of it is. And then also like most of your nutrition is absorbed in the gut. So when you think of like living a really healthy, strong, um, living a healthy life, like you have to focus on the gut or else you're just kind of like missing the boat there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, how do we, how do we know we have a gut health issue or does, is it fair to say we probably all have some issues in our gut that can be, can be cleaned out in some way? So, yeah, so most people would associate gut issues with like bloating, um, constipation, diarrhea. You just feel like distended. Um, so any of this like kind of localized gut issues, that's how people would kind of think about it. But it's so interesting because we do um, food testing here in the clinic and it can tell you what foods are irritating your gut even a week later. And so it doesn't have to be something you just ate right away. And it doesn't mean that you have to have one of those symptoms I just listed. So some people can get headaches from a food issue stemming from the gut, or they can feel more tired or get acne. Um, so literally any symptom you have to look at the gut. So I would say, um, yeah, like assume that it, it is a gut issue, whether it's leaky gut or parasites, bacteria overgrowth, there's something else going on that that's the root of the issue. Usually. Usually. Okay. And now is it, you're right that we all kind of think of, I mean, when I think of gut health, I, I first kind of was thinking of digestion. I feel like that's a really kind of hot topic with things. Um, so how do we, how do we weed out the information that's maybe, uh, because there's gut health in general too, has a lot of media hype around it. So how do we weed out truth from fact when it comes to this? So even, um, so I know that we do, you're very aware that we do stool testing in the clinic. And so that's where we literally get the patients to poop into a little poutine, poutine container. And then we send off samples of that uh, fecal matter off to a lab. And then we can see exactly what's going on inside of the digestive tract. So whether they have long stem, like H. pylori, um, a virus, like Epstein-Barr virus. Um, so it can tell us all about like what is living in that microbiome. And when you think of it, like our gut is our large intestine is five feet long and our small intestine is over 20 feet long. So that's oh, huge, wow. that's huge, like bigger than, right? Like that's, that's huge. And obviously it depends on like how tall the person is, but it's about three and a half um, feet, sorry, three and a half times your, your height. And so you think of like how much can go on in that, in your gut, right? Right. Like a huge playing field there. So, um, so looking at the microbiome through testing is a really great way. And then, you know, exactly like what's the good bacteria that should be there, the bad bacteria, um, what else is living in there that like really shouldn't, shouldn't be there. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the first step is the, this looking at the stool basically. 
That is, yeah. And it's interesting because when I first graduated, I had this like really complicated patient. He was on six different medications. He suffered from chronic migraines. Um, he was on sick leave. Like he could not work anymore. He's about in his fifties and he's been to every like neurologist. He's been to every specialist, every, um, every doctor to try to figure out what's going on with him. But he's getting these like piercing migraines. He could not function. So back then I said, let's do colonics and clean out your gut. We did a colonic morning and night, had him on a certain protocol to clean out his gut because I knew like once his gut is cleaner, he would function so much better. And literally after one week of of following a certain protocol, his life drastically started to change. So now this patient is off all of his medications. He's doing like triathlons. He's incorporating more juicing and just healthy lifestyle. But I would attribute attribute that to cleaning out his gut. Mm-hmm. So talk to us a little bit about that colonic and, or that, you know, colon hydrotherapy. What is that whole world look like? What are all the different things you can do, whether it's coming into a clinic, doing something at home? What are those, you know, this is one of my favorite topics. So. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And I think people associate colon hydrotherapy or colonics with colonoscopies, right? And they sure yeah. not one of my favorite topics. That one is not <laughs> no. <laughs> But why you're probably so <laughs> so intrigued by this therapy is because you're actually seeing what is living inside of you as you're eliminating stuff. So the colon hydrotherapist is with you the entire time. The tube that goes into your rectum is not far at all. Like it's very superficial. Um, and then the water going into your rum is very gentle. We can control the water temperature and um, kind of just the pressure there. And so during this treatment, it's about half an hour that you're lying on the table. Stuff is coming out the entire time. So we can see like, are there parasites living in your colon? Is there candida? Is there yeast? Is there food? I've seen food where people were like, I haven't had olives in years. And you see like a chunk of olive coming out of their bowel. And these are people who go to the bathroom every day. They think, oh yeah, I have normal bowel movements. But because of just the anatomy of the colon, there's so many different pockets and there's like the ascending, the descending. Sometimes you can have like droops in the bowel. So just the anatomy alone makes it very easy for food and stuff just to get like trapped in there. So mm-hmm. if you're the colonic, we're like kind of working away through the whole large intestine to get stuff that literally could have been living in there for years. That's crazy. I almost want to ask what's the weirdest thing you've seen come out, but maybe that's too graphic. <laughs> A hamster or something. No, um, no it's like the only, yeah, like food was, cause I only, i did the colonics the first year of practice and thank God mm-hmm. I did because it was so interesting just to see that part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I remember seeing like a full, um, it's like a, not a portobello mushroom, but it was like a full on mushroom, like not That's too crazy, nothing. And I'm like, do you even chew your food? So you look at like how connected your digestive health is, right? Even like your your life. You think most people eat on the run, they're Mm -hmm. eating while they're on a busy conversation or just on the go. And so chewing, like just starting off with chewing. Right. 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 The reason, yeah, why I love colonics is because it's such a great assessment tool. You can't like, you just call people out on like, this is how your gut is functioning. And this is Mm -hmm. what I see. So Mm -hmm. it has to change. So that's one step of kind of, you know, maybe one of the first things you're doing with, with gut health, I guess, is the stool. Maybe you're recommending a colon, a clonic, a hydrotherapy. What else is there that we could be doing to support 
good gut health or, or, and, or is it specific to the individual? That too, but you can almost say there's some common themes. Like even when it comes to stress and emotion. So I know like when I was doing the colonics too, like or even just in general, like the releases people would have from their gut. Um, and then they like almost start crying and having an emotional release at the same time. So it's like, you think of how much we all hold in as human beings and always have to be strong, always have to keep going. And without even knowing it, like we're holding our system so tense, but mm-hmm. our body and our digestive system works best when it's in what's called a parasympathetic phase. So when you're like relaxed and just, you don't have that go, go, go mentality. So and Anyone that has gut issues, you really have to look at the mental aspect of it as well, because you can't be, you can't have a healthy digestive system if you always are on the go. Like that just, Mm -hmm. that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. And that's what I liked when my first appointment with you. And I find that um, traditional medicine doesn't always go this route, but you asked me questions about like my lifestyle and not only my current lifestyle, but like what my life was like growing up, like what kind of traumatic events could have happened, all of that, which I think is just, you know, take away gut health as a subject, just so interesting for how naturopathic medicine looks at the health journey versus maybe um, Western medicine does. So I think that that's always really interesting as well. Can you tell us a little bit more about the kind of connectedness you mentioned, you know, the emotion side? Um, What are those other aspects of our healing journey, I guess? Is it Is it an emotional detox that can be done? Is it a food detox? What does that look like? So just like you were saying with yourself, you always want to look at the whys for every condition, right? So you look at like, why is it happening? What's the root cause? Like, let's dig a lot deeper versus saying like, oh, you've got, I don't know, you have diarrhea. Now let's give you something to bung it up. It's like, no, why is that there in the first place? So that assessment is huge. I remember um, when I was in school, so I grew up basically without having much sugar. My mom was very like, this is good food. This is bad food. And I was like, almost like shamed if I wanted to have it. So when I went off to school, I was like, woo, freedom. And I (laughs) became this huge, like sugar holic, like just wanting sugar all the time. And I, looking back, I tied a lot of it to when I was more anxious, when I was getting ready for a test. Like I remember my roommate, she came in, I was like eating a full on jar of honey. Like how gross, <laughs> not my proudest, That's a random pick, but yeah, not my proudest moment, but it's probably like, cause I thought it was healthier. And then I don't know. I just, yeah, like a full, a full jar of honey. So yeah. So things like that, where you look at, okay, how much does stress and anxiety dictate your food choices as well? So for someone to say, yeah, don't eat this, don't eat this, don't like, we all know what foods are good for us and which ones are bad. And like to eat an abundance of something, like we all know, mm-hmm. but looking at the emotional side of it, it's like, why is that happening? Um, and so even looking at, like I said, with uh, gut health, you can even look at candida. So if you have an overgrowth of yeast, you crave sugar, all the time. You also can get like a brain fog. You feel tired. You won't absorb other nutrients like iron. So you could be anemic. Um, it, it, there's a whole other slew of issues. So looking at like, okay, the emotional part, what else is living in your gut? I'm um, trying to like piece together all that, the jigsaw puzzle of reasons why. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Now, what does, what does something like an emotional detox look like? Ooh. Is that, is that dependent on the person or, cause I know you and I have done some clearing 
for different emotions, right? Is that part of an emotional detox or what does, yeah, I've never done one otherwise besides that, doing that with you. Is there some steps to an emotional detox or? I'd say it's just part of the process. It's like when you start releasing or you start, so whether that's like physically releasing through a colonic or even just like acknowledging a certain emotion and acknowledging it and learning to let it go. Or I find that people can let it go like through their dreams. They'll have certain dreams where they find, okay, this constant theme, like things start to change or they just feel lighter in general. Like you just feel like this weight is lifted off you. Like, so just say if someone was like feeling guilt or shame throughout their whole life and then they realize, okay, I can actually accept myself for this or I can start to let this go and um, be proud of myself or to just kind of like have that different perspective. I feel like that is huge, right? Because a lot of us kind of like self-punish without even knowing it, right? Mm -hmm. We hold on to traumas, we hold on to all these things, but kind of having that mindset switch. So yeah, to say like there's an actual emotional detox, I think it's part of the healing process. It's not the result of it, but it's just part of it on all levels to feel lighter. Okay. And now when, um, I know that there's, you do a lot of work as well with different chronic diseases, cancer, what is the relationship between gut health and those chronic diseases? So if you, so when we send off the poop sample and we can see what's going on, um, there's certain bacteria in the gut that's actually linked to autoimmune diseases. Um, And there's also bacteria. So like H. pylori is linked to stomach cancer. Um, There's Epstein-Barr virus is linked to lymphomas. Like these are like clear in the studies correlations of why people get it. So a lot of um, chronic issues are led from a a bacteria or a virus or something else that has been kind of like living in their system wrecking havoc for so many years. So whenever someone like walks into the clinic with an autoimmune condition or a certain type of cancer, we're not just like honing in on that symptom or like so focused on the tumor. It's like, okay, what's going on in the body that's making that tumor grow in the first place or what switched their immune system to now say, okay, let's start attacking myself versus attacking this bacteria or this virus. So it's like, there's always something that's changed the environment in your body and looking deeper at what, what is that? And so through testing, um, even through looking at someone's lifestyle. So for example, glyphosates has been linked to cancer and it's a carcinogen. So glyphosates from, from, uh, are you aware? Like what? No, tell me more about, I haven't heard that before. So glyphosates are basically like Roundup. So like, thank you, Monsanto, for all the pesticides and herbicides and all the things that we do kill off weeds. And it's really heavily, it's heavily in the soil of our food. So even if you're eating like a really clean diet, you can be sure that your system is getting exposure of glyphosates. Um, It's also glyphosates are sprayed on golf courses. So a lot of golfers who are like, want to be the first one on the, what are, it's not the field. The the green, the green. Yeah, on the green. (laughs) on the track and wherever it is. Um, (laughs) The first one's there in the morning. They're the ones getting the most exposure of this toxicity. So even without sending their sample away, we know that they've just had a lifetime or years of exposure to this. And some people genetically just cannot detox it as well as others. So some people can tolerate, their liver can get rid of it, but then other people just create so much inflammation. And that can be kind of like the the beginning stages of this chronic issue. So it takes Hmm years it can take up to like eight to ten years for a cancer to even 
develop. And then you think of like what your mother passed on to you and what her mother passed on to her, like what were her exposures? So looking down even four generations back, right? To see why, why did something happen at a certain age when you think you've been healthy? Like most of us do, right? We think, okay, we're eating well, trying to exercise, drink lots Mm -hmm. of water, all those things. But it's like, what about the environment that we're living in that just seems to keep getting more and more um, chemical induced? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, and I think we talk a lot about, I think we're becoming smarter for sure about the food we put in our body, the amount of water we drink, you know, the supp- the vitamins we're taking, the fresh air exercise we're getting. We, we know those things, right? Like we know what's kind of good, but what we don't often think about is I, I do think we're starting to think more about our environment, but one thing that you kind of turned me on to, which I hadn't really thought about is our ancestry. Um, and, and that, that kind of what was passed down. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Like you touched on it there, but what, yeah. what is the kind of research behind that, I guess? Yeah. So recently I, I did a test on myself just to see like what chemicals or what metals are living inside of me. Right. So I did this urinary, like a provoked challenge test where you can see like, do I have aluminum, um, mercury, lead, like all of that. And my, uh, lead and mercury were like through the roof high. And I'm thinking, okay, I don't smoke. I don't work in like 
a coal mine. I don't have yeah. all these exposures where you think it would be high. And so then I started talking to my mom, I'm like, mom, why on earth? Like, so we had hers tested. Hers was about six times higher than mine was. And she's saying, and she has like some arthritis that she's ballad, battling and just all these other chronic issues. But for her, she's like, oh, I used to play with mercury when I was a child. And I would have like the thermometer, um, I guess when she would just play with that. I don't, really oh know why gosh, but yeah. you think of like the exposures and then same with her father was a farmer so heavy pesticides everywhere um and even like around um the food that she would have in the soil just high lead if it was a, around a um production plant and so her exposures mm -hmm. were quite high and it's found that the average child at birth has over 230 different chemicals found in the placenta so like you're born into this like toxin ridden world. So, so that's, yeah. So that's kind of like so interesting. unraveled my discovery. And then same with my mom, like what was her mom like, right? Mm -hmm. Like what passed mm -hmm. down to her. So she made those choices of exposing to certain things. And so, you know, you and I were born into this world without thinking like, okay, what was passed down to us? And mm -hmm. what's our body and have to deal with? That's crazy. When you mentioned the placenta piece, like I'm assuming that there's, is there something like a new mother could do to mitigate any of that? Or it's just kind of, it is what it is. Cause it's been passed down. Is that like, and I know you deal a little bit with fertility as well. So is that like something you can prepare your body for in terms of clearing that out? Yeah, that's such a good question because I think every female, it's not even like, okay, are you toxic or not? Just because of what we just talked about in our environment, you can assume you are. And just to know like to what level, so you can get chemicals tested in the body to see what kind of pollutants are living inside of you. And then we can clean up. I would say a good three months before getting pregnant, we want to do a thorough cleanup. So like focusing on liver health and getting rid of like the specific things that are kind of just like lurking in your system. And that goes for even women who can't get pregnant or have chronic miscarriages, there's something going on in the system where we need to do that full cleanup. So I've seen that quite often where women will get pregnant again and again, and like have like three or four miscarriages before they think of, okay, what else can I do differently? Right. 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 So oh yeah, gosh, I never, I never thought of that. Okay. That's really interesting. <laughs> well, no, and I, point, cause most people don't think of that before you get pregnant, right? You just right. think like, let's just have a baby and conceive and like, for myself too, it just sometimes it just happens. Yeah, <laughs> we're planned, so you just yeah. Like, yeah. know to clean up um, prior is so important. And then, so let's say that those. So, is there anything else that I'm missing to the puzzle pieces, if you will, of of good health and gut health? So we talked about like the food, the you know fresh air, exercise, water, hereditary environment. Is there anything else in that equation that? that I've missed there or? Um, yeah. So even like a lot of us don't get enough fiber. So looking at the things that are kind of like binding to the stuff that shouldn't be in the body and helping excrete it. So you want to have at least like between 20 and 30 grams of fiber. And if you look at most of our diets, like a lot of it is more carbs, more proteins, more fat. So just to have like adding in psyllium hulls or psyllium husks into your day or more vegetables, like just to have that binding effect. And so it'll help kind of release things that just should not be should not be there. And yeah, exactly. Like with the water, looking at um, how much sugar you're getting 
in your diet too. And that's just not just like processed sugar. It's sugar from rice, from pastas, from juices, um, fruits, too much fruit, right? So you can have a candida, like a yeast overgrowth or have like a major imbalance in the gut just from having too much fruit in your diet. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I'm like staring at my fiber that I haven't taken yet this morning, but it's in the bowl ready to go. I just haven't like mixed it with anything yet. So <laughs> after, the, after this, I'll be sure to take it. But is, and then on top of that, so those are some mentions of kind of what could, what can be helpful from a food perspective, but is there other supplements like that we should be taking every day, especially when it comes to like this past couple years that we've had, you know, year plus that we've had to keep our immune system kind of going, what would you recommend there? Yeah. So it's interesting in this past year, we're probably hearing more about vitamin D and zinc. Those are the top two. I would say that you need to have adequate levels of vitamin D um, in Canada, the way that we measure it has to be at least 200 um, for your immune system to be operating properly. Um, and then same with for hormone balancing and for mood, like for depression, anxiety, vitamin D is so important. Um, but then the other one is zinc. It's almost, it's a mineral that's helping activate the immune system too. So if you see like little white specks in the nail, um, a lot of people see that they can, that's usually a zinc deficiency. Um, so just looking at like, okay, are you sick all the time? Or do you catch everything that as soon as you go out, you get that cold or flu, then those are common zinc and, um, vitamin D are ones that you'd want to top up on. Okay. Interesting. So you mentioned your, just kind of switch gears a little bit. I'm just kind of curious. You mentioned your mom and kind of, it seemed like she was maybe ahead of her time with thinking through how these things were connected. What it like, what was your upbringing with that? And how did you get into this area? So, yeah, I was, um, <laughs> that was the topic of conversation all the time. What does your poop look like at the <laughs> dinner table? Like, did you poo today? And it's like, yay, you did. Like, it was such a normal thing just to talk about that. And like, everyone rushed to the bathroom after you have a bowel movement. It was like, okay, there's this. And like, deep analyzing. And that's why you probably like, feel so comfortable talking to me about all that stuff. So I'm like, oh yeah, I could be eating a big meal and doesn't even face. Me. Yeah. 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 You're comfortable with it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was raised on like bean sprouts in my lunch. I was called a dinosaur growing up. Like, Ooh, what's in her? Like I was, my mom would give me like, why mom, did you have to give me all those things? I just like, <laughs> I felt like I was the only one doing that. Or instead of just having like rice crispy squares, she'd put in like sesame seeds and hemp seeds and flax seeds, like all those things. Like, why can't I just have a normal, what other kids are having? Uh, yeah. And then she would also be like the way that I do muscle testing. She would do that in the grocery store and like muscle test me to different things. Like you're so embarrassing. Stop it. Did she just teach herself all of this though? Or was she? She, Yeah. So she, um, is a registered nurse. So she basically was, um, educated like very conventionally, but she, um, decided to go to Columbia and work in a hospital there. And she ended up getting really sick when she was there and she remembers waking up to these, like, I want to say witch doctors, but they were like herbalists and just very, um, grassroots medical doctor, not doctors, but healers. Um, and she's like, without them, like they literally saved her life. And so that kind of like opened up the acknowledgement that, okay, you don't need to be in a hospital setting to get better, like plants and food and the environment make a big deal. Um, but then it's her aunt who is into her nineties had like 
the highest sex drive. She was like a dancer, like so active and so mentally sharp that that's, I think, who inspired her as well. She's like, okay, there's something to this natural medicine that mm-hmm. is an untapped. <laughs> um, yeah. So for me, it was kind of like a no brainer when I'm getting into medicine, it's like, okay, my mom was never sick. She cleans up her system all the time. It, it did though lead me to questioning like, okay, is this food bad? Is this like, am I feeling, should I feel guilty if I have this? And mm-hmm. so you need to have that balance, but mm-hmm. understanding the why is right. is so mm-hmm. important. So mm-hmm. yeah, well, that's my mom in a nutshell. No, that's good. To, it's interesting to know because I feel like now it's very common. Like, you know, I have my oncologist, I have my family doctor, but I also have you in that team. Like, I feel like it's, it's common now to have someone who is looking at the whole body versus maybe your mom's generation. I don't know that that was so common, right? Like she was maybe a little bit of a trailblazer in that aspect. (laughs) I would say so. You're right. Like it was a minority, definitely not a popular choice. And even her working in the medical model, like her being a nurse, like she would give patients who were like hemorrhaging and just bleeding. She's like, here's liquid chlorophyll here. I need to build up your hemoglobin. And she would just like advise all the, she probably shouldn't have, she'd probably edit this part out, (laughs) but (laughs) But even just getting um, them more hydrated, like just simple things where instead of using a medication that can sometimes do more harm, it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. let's look at the body and um, it just made so much sense. So you're right. It's just like looking at it from a different perspective versus mm-hmm. just like what, what pharmaceutical is going to help you. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you see a shift, um, going toward, like, do you, do you see a shift in society moving towards more, um, you know, natural kind of remedies, etc.? I hope so. And yeah, like you're right, like a lot more um, medical doctors are wanting to integrate and even oncologists, like they're asking, even calling me asking, okay, what dose vitamin C would you tell patients or what vitamin form of vitamin D do you like? So that integration just makes me so happy because Mm -hmm. it leaves patients and people who are ill more comfortable, right? Like it's really the it's for the person at the end of the day to feel healthy. So like, why not use all avenues that have been researched that do work together instead of having just to like, feel like you have to pick one and mm-hmm. do something wrong if you see a naturopath as well. So mm-hmm. I think it's getting there to say it's probably still not fully yet. there. Yeah. It's fair to probably say it's not fully there, but I do think that there seems to be more um, collaboration, at least like personally, I've, I've noticed a little more openness, which mm-hmm. I mean, has been wonderful from the patient experience perspective, right? Because I remember when I was sick, like no one told me about anything besides like the chemo, like no one talked about, like, I remember eating like hot dogs because it was the only thing I could taste versus like the hot dog would have probably been the last thing I should have been eating to like support a strong immune system. Do you know what I mean? Like, and so gosh, I would think it'd be such a different experience going through it now. If of course, if you had access to these resources, but hopefully it'll get more and more incorporated into people's health journeys and not just like the, the food and the vitamin, but like the mental and emotional side, like you talked about earlier as well. Yeah. It's so interesting. Cause I've had some patients lately where they're like, I know exactly why I got cancer. I know exactly what trauma or what stress or what they were kind of doing emotionally that they feel like if they did something different or they, they just feel cancer is almost a blessing that it's taught them to look after themselves differently instead Mm of, um, being in this go, go, go mentality, right. Or helping everyone else. That's very common where it's just looking out for everyone else and not 
paying attention to your own needs. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that emotional part is huge, huge, huge. Yeah. Tell us a little more about what products you have on the go right now. Cause I know you're busy. <laughs> So because I've been getting so many questions from patients of just like, how do I help my hair grow after chemo or what can I do to boost my energy? And so I basically put a list together of the top 160 questions that I get and I've created it into a book. So the book is called Cancer Doesn't Own You and the top 160 ways to build health into your daily routine. So it's basically, it's kind of like a mix between um, chicken soup for the soul, like short stories. Okay, it's, it's cool. very research um, based, but in a user friendly way. So that will be out by the end of the year, which is very That's exciting. Awesome. Yeah. And then very also exciting. I'll be doing a, um, putting together a cancer, uh, more of a complex disease conference for doctors. And so just to help raise more awareness of what else we can do. So the doctors can have that education on looking outside of the box. And cause I know when most of us graduate, it's very like textbook and very like, if you have this, then do this. But I want to get all of the healers who are known for their results and kind of looking outside of the box and together um, in a conference by the end of this year as well. I love that. I feel like I wish patients could go to that. That sounds so interesting. You can. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Good to know. (laughs) <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Know. I love, I mean, I, you're always kind of thinking ahead to, to what's new and, and you, I know also have IG lives on your, where can we find you on Instagram? Cause you have a lot of great information on your social channels as well. Thank you. Yeah, I definitely hang out on Instagram the most. So it's Dr. Lori Bouchard, D-R-L-O-R-I Bouchard. Um, yeah, and I post there quite regularly and I have people message me all the time. Just, I like that um, personalized approach. So anyone that's listening, definitely start following me. <laughs> yeah, no, a great resource um, in your lives too. You always have some interesting guests on as well, so yeah, yeah. Me and one of my friends, it's nice to have just kind of taking that whole body approach, right? And not just mm-hmm. um, looking at the studies of like having more of that hands-on personalized approach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us today. I mean, we get to talk off off camera too, which is always enlightening, but it was some great information, I think, today for all those listening. And I think to me, the biggest takeaway is like, it's all connected. Like, it's not just like, it's not just to your point, an earache, like it's connected into some other part of your body. And it's like digging through and kind of dealing with whether it is, you know, a supplement, whether it is an emotional thing, um, kind of digging through the the crap of it, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Getting through the shit. Getting through the shit. Yeah. Literally, literally in some (laughs) ass sometimes. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thanks for asking the questions. This has been fun. Thank you for having me. Thank you for tuning into this conversation. We will have a brand new one on a brand new topic every Monday. If you were intrigued by anything in our conversation, we encourage you to talk about it. Tell a friend, post on social media, take action in your very own way. Subscribe to get the newest episode at your fingertips as soon as it drops. Until next time, check out Style Canada a disruptor in the media for its community of inquisitive style seekers. You can find us at style.ca or on social media. Just like this podcast, Style Canada is not just about style. It's about living a lifestyle that leaves people open to evolution and opportunity. This episode was hosted by Elise Gasparino, produced and edited by Alia Ballas, 
The music credit goes to Raspberry Music and was brought to you by Style Canada. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.